as always, this is a space um, at Ecclesia Sunday mornings. Uh, in fact, we started this last week. We're going through uh, a book of the Bible, First Peter. I'm, I'll invite you all to come at the end of the gathering or at the end of this. But uh, on Tuesday nights, what we really try and do is um, go through topics that are connecting with the things you guys are walking through, particular college age, okay? And we have some that are in college, some U of O, some Lane, uh, Bushnell, and, and the other colleges, uh, and then others that are working or taking a break from college or maybe freshly out of college or in grad school, okay? So, you know, you, you're all kind of in this age pocket, you know, this 18 to, I don't know, 25 maybe, uh, pocket there, and, and that's where you're at in life, and so the, we try to connect these teachings to where you're at. And tonight, what I want to talk about is one of the questions that we had last week in response to uh, this Q&A series it was, how do you navigate change, okay? How do you navigate change in your life? And I think that's a great question, because... Um, Guys, when we think about change, and for some of you, you have frequent changes, right? Like some of you, change is, 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 is slow and kind of predictable, right? Um, and you're very steady. For others of you, you change a lot. And, and what you're going to do, one minute you're over here, and then all of a sudden now you're over there, and then, right, you're all over the place. And so um, that's just something that we all struggle with. And when we look at particularly the last couple years, right, the last couple years just as a whole, um, they have been challenging on so many levels for everybody. There's nobody that looks at the last two years and go and just goes, man, that was so, it's been so easy. It's been so life-giving. I just, man, it's been fantastic. I have yet to meet someone say that. Uh, and, and, and so anyway, it's been challenging, and why has it been challenging? Now, there's a lot of things you could specifically point to, right, that uh, all of these hot-button topics and everything else, but I think one of the things, you guys, that was, that's been so challenging the last two years in particular has been the constant changes. That's been really tough, hasn't it? The constant changes. Um, everything is continually changing, and so plans that you make that you are confident in, all of a sudden you can't do, but then all of a sudden something else changes and shifts, and then you can do that. One door closes, a different one is, is opening, and then uh, you, you just find yourself going, what can I do, what can't I do, where do I go, I thought I was going to do this, now I'm not going to do that. Um, and, and, and some of you have moved, and, and just these huge uh, decisions. And, and the last two years, because of all the changes, it's affected, uh, you know, maybe a job uh, that you had or that you wanted to have, uh, your family situation, um, your school situation, trips that you had, trips that you had planned. How many of you had a sick trip plan in the last two years, and it was like pushed off a cliff? Yeah, a lot of us, right? Yeah. My wife and I had the most romantic trip planned, airlines booked, hotel booked, and, and then COVID hit, and it went gone, okay? And so a lot of us experience that, right? Um, so what do we do? What do we do when things are changing? And I want to speak to specifically the things that are happening that are outside of your control, Okay? 
Let's, let's speak uh, specifically to that, okay? So the first thing that um, we have to start by asking when something is changing in your life is this. Either you're doing something, right, or God's doing something. It's one or the other, right? Because uh, sometimes we're quick to, like, say, oh, it's because of God or something outside of my uh, ability to, um, to navigate through. Like, I have no control over that, and it's happening. That is true in some cases, right? In a lot of cases, that's true. But there's other changes that happen, and it's because of you, right? Right? There's changes in your relationships, and you could say, oh, it's this or that, and your friend would say, no, it's because of you. Right? There's, there's, certain, um, there's certain decisions you've made that have created change in your life. So I think when we, when we find ourselves in the midst of major changes uh, in our lives that, that's around us, we, we have to ask, are these changes happening because of something I'm doing? Or are these just changes that are happening that, that are just, they're outside of my control? I don't have an ability to control this change that's going on. In the last two years, that's been all of us, right? We, we, don't, we don't feel like we have this ability to change what's happening. We're being told this and that, and then we have to respond or react, and it's just tough, and you just feel like paralyzed and, and all of that. And it, it's very, very tough. But we always have to ask that. Is it, when, when change is occurring in my life, I'm like, am I doing something to bring about this change? Or is this a change that clearly it, God is moving in? God is doing something here. And we have to identify that. Um, and, and I really want to unpack, unpack the, the change that's outside of your control. Um, and, and so the first thing you have to acknowledge is this. When there is change and it's outside of your control. You have to acknowledge God is doing something new. Okay, that's like the first thing, is God is doing something new. Now, God is doing something new. What's challenging about that truth is this. You may not feel good about that. Okay, so you're either going to feel really good because you've been wanting change, or what? You're going to feel really bad. Why? Because you like where you're at. You like how things are going. You like your friendships, you like your location, your living situation, uh, your school. All those things are good, and so you don't want change, right? So change for you isn't good, but for others of you, you've been like, man, I need a change. Something needs to happen, and so it could be a good thing, right? Um, but either way, uh, we have to acknowledge that, that change is happening. It doesn't always uh, you know, feel bad or feel good, but um, there, there's changes that happen, and, 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 and they impact us all differently. But regardless of how you feel about the changes, we, I, I want us to look at this verse, uh, Isaiah 43, 19. It says this, Behold, I am doing a new thing. This is God, right? Uh, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Okay, so what the prophet is telling the people through God is, God is doing something new to the nation of Israel. He's going to bring them back. He's going to take them back to where they were designed originally to be. So God's literally saying, I'm doing something new here. There's change, okay? Um, and so you have to acknowledge, first and foremost, that God is doing something new. And, and when you acknowledge that, the, the temptation is, if you don't like it, to just deny it, right? To deny it, to, to ignore it, to fight uh, against it. Um, but you have to rest in the reality that 
man, he's doing something here. And then after you, after you get to that spot, that place of making that decision, then you have to go, if you're a Jesus follower, I need to seek him in this. How do I seek him in the midst of this new change, in the midst of this new reality? Um, and one of the questions is, is this. God, with these changes, what are you asking me to do? With these changes that are clearly outside of my control, so God, I believe you're almighty, all-powerful, so you're doing something here. It, I can't do anything about it. What are you asking me to do in this? Okay? How do you want me to respond? How do you want me to react? How do you want me to adapt? Okay? Um, it, here's what this question essentially is asking. God, how do I move with you in this season of change? And that is so important. Okay? Because I see so many people during a season of change fall off the wagon in their relationship with God. It's crazy. And, and you go, well, what happened? And it, and it wasn't like something horrible happened or they did something bad and awful and then it led to that. No, a lot of times it was just a season of change came in their life and they didn't change with it. They, 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 they honestly pretended like it didn't even happen. And they just maintained doing all the things they were doing in the previous season, and they thought they could just carry that over. The problem is, is what? Like we just said, God's doing something new. And so if I'm following him, and if I'm, you know, we talked about decision making, um, you know, for the last, I don't know how long. How do we make these decisions, right? And, and, and a huge thing is, if I'm going to follow him, it means I have to walk with him. And so if there's a season of change that I'm going through, I've got to ask him, God, what does it look like to hold your hand and, and, and adapt and respond and be with you through this season of change? Where are you going so I can go with you? That's the question, okay, that, that we have to ask if we're uh, seeking uh, him uh, in this. Because the people who really struggle in seasons of change are people who try to hold on to where they've been, right? So when there's change, they're literally like this, no, no, I'm not moving, I'm not doing that, I'm not like, you know, and everybody else is like, no, you're going to, and you're like, no, I'm not. I will not, okay? No one can make me, right? Like, uh, and we hold on. Now, when, when we're doing that, um, and, and, and when we think about that struggle, guys, why do we hold on to things? We typically hold on to things because we want to hold on to what we know, okay? We don't like what we don't know, right? Like what we don't when we don't see the outcome, we don't, we don't understand why, or maybe we don't agree with it, right? We want to we hold on to what we know. Why? Because that's what's comfortable, and that's what's in our mind safe. That's safe. I know this. I don't know that. I know where I'm at here. I don't know, like, there, and so I want to stay in this, okay? It's comfortable. It's safe, and, and you guys, change is change is hard, and it's especially hard when we don't view the changes as a positive thing or when we don't understand the purpose. But you guys, here's what I want to tell you. Change in your life is hard even when it's good. Even when it's good, change is hard. 
Okay, um, I'll be the first to tell you, like, like going through a change in your life in, in a season is, is just, it's, it's tough to navigate through. I was thinking about the different changes in my life that were good changes and how they were difficult. Um, my first job, uh, my first job when I moved from San Diego to Washington and took my first job at my first full-time after-college job, and, and, and it was very exciting, but it was very challenging, and there was a ton of changes to it. I mean, I went... San Diego, everything, perfect temperature to the Spokane area. Not everything, especially at that time. There's a lot more in Spokane now. But at that time, it was like, and, and then And then the weather, like I remember my first winter up there, I got on the roof of my house to shovel snow off it because houses' roofs were collapsing because of the weight of the snow. And I'm up there going, why? Like, Why? Why do people live here? Like, what are they doing? You know, like, this is awful. You see? He, and, and, yeah, um, and, and so he's from Spokane. So anyway, I, like, there was, there was change. There was change, right? And, and, and it was good overall, but it was a change. I, I think about, like, when I got married. Like, when I got married, I, you go from, you're single. When you're single, you are king or queen. Right? You are, you are everything you want to be. Okay? Um, so I'll never, short, I'll never short sell you on, like, being single. Like, man, you live that out. Okay? Um, but guess what? When you get married, um, and marriage is great, okay? But, and you're excited about it. You should be. If you're not, we need to do premarital. But you should be excited. But when you go into it, there is crazy change. Crazy change. Okay, you, you don't get to live like you're single anymore. Now, some people do. doesn't work out. Okay, there's change that has to happen, and, 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 and it's tough, and it's hard, but, but, the, but getting married, that's a, that's a great thing. There's a reason weddings are fun, and you celebrate, right? Um, because everybody's happy and, and all of that, but there is some very difficult change that comes with being married. I did not go into marriage and go, I am going to stay being single, although we're married. That's how I'm going to act. That's how I'm going to live. And if I want to stay out, guess what? I'm going to stay out. That's not at all what happened, right? I changed and adapted to try and be a good husband, okay? So there was changes there. Now, that was a great thing, but there were changes. Uh, when I became a father, uh, that was the most um, incredible thing I've ever experienced in my life, nothing even close. And, and then immediately, my whole life changed as well, didn't it? Everything was about me and my wife now, oh my goodness, right? And so lots of difficult changes, right? Ever since that day, sleep has never been the same. Major change, you know, major change. Some of you are like, I don't need sleep at all, ever. Well, you're gonna at some point. And, and so lots of changes there, you guys, lots of changes. And so life is filled with things that are even great that are changes that are going to present different challenges, and you're going to have to go, God, you're doing something new. How do I adapt to you in this new season? You've got to ask that, okay? Um, and, and, and so when I think about, like, the last two years and why it was so difficult for me, and I've shared this before, but you guys, I, I think why the last two years were so hard for me is I had such high expectations, and I loved what was going on, 
And I had to let that go. And that was awful. I didn't want to let it go. I loved what was happening uh, in, the, in the church, and, and, and I had big plans, big goals, felt like everything was going how it should, and essentially, I, throughout the two years, it was just like this, it was like a continual death to all my hopes and my desires for the church. And it was so tough, you guys. And, and to walk through those changes, like, I, I don't look back and go, man, I really thrived. Man, I was a model of how you get through this. Like, no, I just, it was painful. It was rough. There was a lot of times I went home, and I was just discouraged. And just like, man, I want to quit. I don't want to be here. This is awful. Why, why, you know, all these why me, why, you know, like, why God? And, 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 and you guys, I had to get to the place where I ultimately was able to say, God, you're doing something new. You're doing something new here. And I got to stop throwing a pity party over my selfish desires and goals for your church. And I've got to get in alignment with what you're doing. And that's when everything for me shifted. That's when all these expectations uh, of all these people, that's when it just totally, where I got to the point, and, and, and that was the turning point for me. It was literally when, and it sounds bad, but I got to the point where I didn't care. I didn't care about those specific things. All I cared about was that my alignment to God was where it needed to be. And if I'm walking with him, that has to be enough because then what happens is I'm trusting him. I'm, I'm trusting in who he is, his character, that what he's doing in this change, in this season, is exactly what needs to happen. And, and guys, it's easy when it's the answer to a prayer request. It's easy when the change is something we've been hoping for. When it's really hard is like the last two years, when it's not what you want. Uh, in fact, it, it seems to crush what you want, what you desire, but you're still having to deal with it. And you go, what do you do? Well, you have got to get on board and at some point identify and go, God's directing a change here. And ultimately, um, <laughs> we see that when there's change, the temptation is to go, God, you've changed. That's not what's happened. His character remains intact. He loves you just as much. He's perfect. He's good in every way. And the things he's doing are still out, whether you like it or not, are an expression of his love for you. Uh, in Hebrews 13, 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So he's unchanging. So in a season of change, he's still all-knowing. He's still all-powerful. He's still all-loving. And if this change is something you don't want, we read a ton of verses. And I'm going to read the, these couple of verses. I read them Sunday. But in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, it says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Okay, So when we, when we look at the things we're going through, one, God hasn't changed at all. Okay, so he's still wanting to do an incredible work in your life. The route's just going to look a little different. Right? The temptation we always have is to take one thing and then write the rest of the story with it, right? It, you know, it's the, it's the problem. And, and 
when it comes to school, when it comes to picking a degree, when it comes to identifying what you're going to do. And we get so frustrated. Why? Because at some point we go, well, oh, shoot, that's not what I really want to do, right? Or this isn't actually all I thought it would be. And so we're crushed because we've already written the story for ourselves, essentially. And so when change comes, we're not ready to adapt. But you guys, God is still good. God still has your best interests in mind. He still wants to fulfill everything he did when you were feeling like everything was great. It's just he knows there has to be a shift. He knows there has to be a change. Uh, Guys, he knew in the last two years he needed to refine the church world. He needed to shake the tree. Because there was a ton of people pretending to be Christians that were just doing, 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 and it wasn't coming from their heart. And I look back now and I go, that's exactly what he's been doing. He's like, I'm going to see who's legit. I'm going to see, you guys, this has been easy to follow me in America. Let's see what happens now. And, and it's needed to happen. It's been tough, but it's needed to happen. And, and, it, and it's done a huge thing in our church. And, and so, guys, even if the changes seem defeating, we can know that he's using these circumstances to uh, grow us. And, and once we get to the place where we can acknowledge that he is doing something in this, in spite of how we feel, then we're ready to adapt to it. We're ready to adapt uh, to, to get in alignment with what uh, he's doing, and, and you have to be able to do that. You can't live in the past or do everything the same like you're still in that last season. You have to identify the new change and adapt to the new life rhythms that you need to have to have this healthy, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually connected life uh, with God. You have to be able to do that. You have to be flexible. Um, there's so many of you that I've met over the years in college ministry that I've met on campus, and, and it's like, I don't know what's wrong. Uh, I was engaged. I was connecting with God. I was praying more. I was reading my Bible, and, and, I'll, and I'll ask you. I'll go, well, what happened? And, and you'll go, well, that was last term. And I'll go, okay, so what's different from last term to this term? Well, everything. Oh, okay, so let's unpack that. What does everything mean? Well, my schedule's totally different. My nights look totally different. I'm in this activity. I wasn't in that activity. This class is like different. The requirements are different. Um, I've got to be in uh, the studio or whatever you're doing for this. And, 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 and your schedule has completely shifted and changed, and yet you're pretending it hasn't. You're literally doing the same things that were working for you the term before when your schedule was completely different. And you just said, oh, that's what I do, and so I'm going to continue to do that. But now your schedule's changed. It's outside of your control, and you're, you're, you're literally so glued to that that you haven't adapted or changed or been flexible. And so you just pushed off a cliff your relationship with God because you just weren't able to adapt. You didn't, you didn't identify that. So one of the things you have to constantly be doing throughout your life, and I have to do this, you guys, because my life continually changes, okay? Even, you know, someone that's, that's older and, and has kids, like, my, our schedules change all the time. Our schedules change because of our kids' activities and all that, and we have to reevaluate our priorities and, and, and the rhythms of our life, and you guys have to do the same thing. If you don't look and evaluate the changes that are happening in your life, you will drift and you will not stay in tune with God because you're trying to do something that essentially doesn't work anymore. You've got to, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Okay, so maybe an early morning worked before, but now you got an early morning class. It's not working. So what do you do there? 
Do you just like, oh, I'm going to keep fighting through. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to wake up at 4.30 every day with Jesus. No, you're not. You are not. Okay? Unless you are a freak of nature. Okay? You're not doing that. That is not like consistent. Okay? You're just not going to do it. You can hope all day. You can say, Steve, I'm going to do this and, and all that. And, I, and I'll probably just say, no, you're not. I love you enough to tell you that. You're not going to do that. So you've got to, what do you, what do you do? You figure out how to adapt and change to the change in your life, okay? And you go, how do I adapt and with my relationship with God be flexible with this, okay? And then you can be confident in these changes when you're walking with God. Joshua 1.9, it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's with you. He's with you in the change. He's, um, you know, when you think about that first point of like, God, where are you going? I want to go with you in this. Okay, guys, that's been my prayer request. It's like, God, where, where do you want to go? And I just want to hold your hand. And I, I feel like we lose sight of just that picture of us just holding his hand. Okay, if, if, if I'm trying to hold, I was going to say someone's hand, that would be weird. If, I, there's, if I'm trying to hold one of my kids' hand and I'm holding their hand and I'm, and I'm walking with them, I'm, 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 I'm trying to walk at the same pace. I'm trying to make sure our directions are the same, right? Because we're walking hand in hand. Guys, if, if, if you want a relationship with Jesus, it's not going to work if he's leading that way and you want to go this way, okay? And you're determined to go that way, and he's clearly moving that way. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work if you take off and start running. He's just going to be like, where are you going? And you're going to be like, I don't know right? But I'm excited. I'm excited, but I don't know where I'm going, right? I just believe you're going to lead me there. And he's like, can we just walk and, and let's just hold hands, okay? And, 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 and you don't know the destination, right? You don't know it. You think, we all think we do. We try to, but we don't know. So we have to just hold his hand and go, okay, where are we going, God? And just help me to stay right here with you in this next season. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know where you're leading me, but I trust you. I can have confidence and peace, and, and I can be bold and confident because of you. Psalm 18.2, David says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. He is what you hold on to in these seasons of change. Okay, He's what you hold on to. And guys, um, when, when we think about all these things that, that, are, that are going to happen in our life, these, these external changes that are going to cause, you know, our, the relationships in our lives to fluctuate in this and that. I, I mean, I just want you to think about right now some of the changes in your life. Guys, some of you, if you look back a year, just a year, you have a, some of you have a totally different friend group. Like, and, and, and some of you, you look back, and, and there's some people a year ago who you were like, I mean, you were close. I mean, you were getting tattoos together. Like, it was like, I mean, you were all in together. And, and, and some of those people, you're not even talking to them now. And you've got a totally different crew, right? Like, like literally, that's, that's some of you. And, and, and you look at how, that's a year. A year is not long. And you think there are some major changes in the last year, isn't there, in your life, 
I mean, just think of some of the differences in your life. Think of some of the changes in your family even. Our, our, family, our family dynamics, I know for myself and our extended family, it's completely different than it was a year ago. Um, I, there, there's so much change that's happened. And, and, and you guys, like, we can't ignore that, can we? So these changes, they have happened. They're going to continue to happen. And so, and so what do we do? Well, we have to figure out what is going to be our foundation knowing that things are going to change, okay? They are going to change. So we have to have that foundational piece in God. David says, he's my rock. He's my foundation. He's my source. And then we also have to really pay attention to what we're going to dwell on, right? Because when things change and you don't like the change, the tendency is to just like, in your mind, go to this deep and dark, depressed place, right? Like I was. There's a reason that America consumed more alcohol and drugs in the last two years than, than ever before, right? Why? They didn't, they didn't this, these changes were, were like literally everybody's discouraged. All these goals, all these ideas, all these things are just like gone. And, and so no one could adapt in a healthy way to these new changes. And it was so hard. And so what do we do with our minds? Well, Philippians 4, 6 through 8 tells us, says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Then he says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Now, what does that do? That helps guard you against the what-ifs. Okay, it also guards me from the fear, guards me from hesitancy, guards me from doubt, it guards me from the lies, it guards me from my own insecurities. Guys, and if you can learn to navigate the changes in your life, be flexible, if you can go, okay, God, where are you at in this? And if you can determine, God, I'm going to find where you're at work in this, and I'm going to just hold your hand through this. And I'm going to let you finish what you've begun in this. Guys, you'll be blown away how the changes that happen in your life actually have played out for your greater good. You will. You'll see that. And, and so you can trust him uh, in this. And guys, you'll learn to be able to thrive through the changes, through those challenges, and you'll be ready to move with God. And you'll have confidence. Why? Because he's with you. He hasn't abandoned you. He's with you in the change. And guys, that, that's the peace, right? That's the peace that you can have. And so I, I, I totally believe that. Um, and I've experienced that in the last two years for myself. And, uh, and, and I think why I love this topic is because it, it's a very humbling topic for me. It's a humbling topic because I've seen how much I've failed at it. Because I'm very, very... I try to be very strategic, and I try to, to, to maximize what's in front of me and, and all of these things. And, and guys, I don't like changes to that. And, and so it's really tough. And I think all of us, to some degree, we, we struggle with change. And so if you can learn some of these principles, man, it'll really, really help you. And hopefully it'll save you, you know, from the mess of what, that I was for so long, Okay. Because there's more. There's good at the end of the tunnel. I am blown away by our church right now. I'm blown away because I look at it and I go, everything that 
could have happened that was wrong. Our church moved like five times in the last two years. I mean, you want to talk about like, hey, here's how you kill a church. Keep moving. That's great. People can't find you. See how that goes, right? And so every move, I'm like, well, we're dead now. Like, and then I'm like announcing, hey, we're going to go meet at a theater. You know, and, and I'm literally in my head go, I wouldn't go to a stupid theater for church. This is dumb. We're going to go to church. And, and, you know, and here I am doing all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is it, God. This is clearly it. This is done. Okay, I appreciate you bringing me here. I appreciate this. Is, this is probably the end of the road. <laughs> and, and he's just like, stop, stop, stop. Let me lead. Hold my hand. Trust me. I'm doing things you cannot see. I'm doing things in you you cannot see. I'm killing some things in you that need to be killed. And I'm refining you. And I'm refining people that you don't even know right now. So let me do what I want to do with you. Guys, every time I've done that and taken my hands off that steering wheel and let him drive, guys, he, this is what he does. Every single time, he brings me to a place that I just go, God, only you could do that. Every single time. Every time. And it's never been the outcome that I thought it would be. It never has. Okay? Um, where we're at, never thought in a million years. Uh, me having three boys. I never liked kids. It's a miracle to me. Uh, you know, honestly, it's a miracle. I feel like being married is a miracle for me. There's, there's so many things in my life that, that I go, I don't deserve that, or I, I don't think that's going to, I just, and, and God's just like, just, just trust me. Just let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. You move in step with me. Hold my hand. Trust me. Let me be your foundation, and we'll do this. 